What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year, your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the Year, Men of the Year, Men of the Year, Men of the Year. Hey, what's up, everybody? Y'all know who it is. It is Men of the Year podcast. How you guys doing? How you guys feeling right now? Good. A little tired, but good. Yeah? Okay. That's what's up. Any big plans for the weekend? Uh, Right now, actually, just uh, over at a friend's, I'll be here all weekend. Um, Just relaxing, enjoying myself. Okay. Okay. Finally got a new bike. Well, it ain't new. Like, I got the renter's bike, so... My goal is once I get done with here to try to do 10 miles before I go to work today. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. How long is, uh, so you said you want to try to do 10 miles. How long are you going to try to keep this up for? Uh, so I'm going to try to do it every Saturday because uh, I run through the week. So basically I'm just trying to build up my leg strength mm-hmm. and then yeah. also like trying to find like another hobby. Like when I get back, cause, uh, where I'm going to next, is like a pretty good place for biking. So I'm just trying That's to get nice. Hey, that's what's up, man. man. Give you a heads up right now, Justin. With your fitness level, you'll probably easily be able to hit 20 miles. Oh, uh, hell no. I'm just trying to, you know, keep my market value up, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> trust me. It, it's not. Yeah. It's a lot It's a lot less work than you think, man. Like, on a bike, it's a lot different. Yeah. It's a lot easier, so. And I kind of need to relieve some, like, the stress on my knees and stuff, so. That's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, hey, like I said, Men of the Year podcast, we are at 75% capacity. Um, oh, Dempsey. <laughs> Mr. Dempsey is not with us today, but we will carry on his his name and his legacy for today only. And hopefully he, he'll be able to join us for next week. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll just take it one step at a time, one day at a time. So, uh, but right now we just kind of want to talk a little bit about financial freedom and financial management. And, you know, um, with these two here, I feel like I'm probably going to take a, a back seat because a lot of the things that they're going to say is probably going to go over my head. Cause I'm not as well versed in some of the things that they, they talk about, but, and, and Chris is over here flashing that money. <laughs> Hey, all right now. <laughs> Damn, we got a got a lot of money on you, man. It's only three, right? He wants to one at the casino. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Careful flashing that around. <laughs> all right, IRS gonna get your ass. <laughs> hey, I pay my taxes. I pay my taxes. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that's what's up. That's what's up. But uh yeah, like I said, we're gonna be talking a little bit about money management. I think this is something that um, you know, a lot of people can take a lot of advice from a lot of positives from and we kind of kind of run with it so i just wanted to kind of ask you guys right now your definitions of financial freedom what does that mean to you when you guys hear that term financial freedom me personally um i'm gonna say like financial freedom for me is just being able to 
live life how you want to live life. I don't think you necessarily need to be rich or anything like that, but it's like stress-free living. Mm-hmm. It's like financial freedom. Like uh, most people don't even have uh, enough money in their bank account to cover a thousand dollar expense. And like, I found that out a while back ago and that's what really like got me thinking. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, in America right now, this is pre-pandemic uh, too. They don't even have enough to cover like a thousand dollar bill. So, uh, and then financial freedom, like that says, just living a life that you want to live. Like me personally, you know, I want to work for myself. It's because like, I'm be honest with you, if I wanted to be able to drop my kids off at school and stuff like that, I want to be able to take that time to be able to do that. And I think that's part of having financial freedom where I'm not punching somebody else's clock. I'm punching my own clock. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely have to agree that the amount of people that, that can't even get close to this just because of the way a system's working right now is just, it's not, it's not good. But um, for me, financial freedom is not having to worry about my normal bills and have basically no worries about if I'm spending money, if it's going to cause me to not pay a bill. So like he was saying like that thousand dollars, like if you have to go to the doctor and like, whatever your deductible is or whatever your, your um, out of pocket max is like, if you can cover that, that, that to me is uh, a really big financial freedom. Like if you have healthcare, which uh, is unfortunate because not everyone has it. But um, another thing too, is just being able to do what I like without having to say, can I afford this? Um, But, but also, and I don't, I don't want to say it like in a, in a way that makes it sound like I'm going to go do anything and everything I want. It's more so like the hobbies and genuine activities that I enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Within yeah. reason, I got you. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to feel guilty for spending money that you have and, and worrying about it at a later time. Yeah. And I mean, if it's something, if it's something I enjoy, most of the time, I'm not going to care too much about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, if I have to start caring about that stuff because of bills and stuff. So like when I was unemployed for the, like past five months uh not knowing if i was going to have money coming in like that's when i started feeling the pinch even even after having to cash in you know my retirement and everything and i was lucky enough to have that whereas a lot of people don't right okay okay i can dig that man for real um i i think what financial freedom means to me is kind of similar to what both of you guys were saying just it's just uh not having limitations on, on your spending habits and, and not worrying if you'll have enough money at the end of the day is just creating a sense of, uh, I guess, like relief and accomplishment that you're not living paycheck to paycheck. You know, um, it's also letting your money work for yourself and letting your wealth work for yourself, too. So, um, you know, from a wealth perspective, I want to make sure that, you know, my 401k is good, you know, my my family is good after I leave here, you know, after I depart this, this earth and, you know, my life insurance is, is good and I have college funds set up for them. And I feel like I've had uh, like a full financial freedom for quite some time. It's just that I've also been very frugal too for a while, which also helped me with my financial freedom. I don't think I also live outside of my means. I think a lot of people do that. And they end up becoming very reckless. And I try my best not to be reckless, especially now that I have a family. Even though like where I'm at right now with my finances, I 
have the ability to be reckless, but that's not being responsible at all. So <laughs> I have to be very mindful of what I spend my money on, uh, how I'm investing my money uh, into my family and, and myself and everything. And another thing that I think a lot of people also need to kind of get a better handle on is some, sometimes it's not, it's not attainable, but you know, you could definitely work towards it. It's just getting your credit fixed too. I think that was a, a big Achilles heel for me for quite some time, mainly because I had uh, a lot of bad, I guess, marks on, on my credit that I kind of let sit there for a long time. And, you know, I just kind of got serious and I just had to start paying some stuff off and making sure that my credit was good and just building that up step by step. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. Yeah, man. So. I went through the same thing, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, because I so before before obviously I had found the tumor and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. I was I was at a seven forty, seven fifty, somewhere on there. So yeah, that's, in that's college, great. That's, that's great. That's great. Um, and then had that had all the medical issues, had some derogatory marks on my credit report that were false that I had to fight, but it already took effect. I had dropped from uh, 740, 750, somewhere around there for all three down to about uh, 610. Oh, uh, man. Which you say 610, which. Yeah, which I mean, it's not terrible when you when no. you actually think about it in the great scheme of things. Um, nah, shit, you need six four right. to get a house. <laughs> uh, not in every well, situation, in a lot of situations, yes. Um, or like five eighty, I think, like six forty five eighty. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I was I was able to build it back up. Uh, I had a credit report pulled last week, and I was at eight eleven in TransUnion. So. Oh, that's great, man. That's dope. That's awesome. You know, I feel like. I don't know if you guys might feel this way, but it's like once you cross that 800 mark, it's gets harder and harder to get all the way up. What's the max? Like 850? I mean, uh, that's the so highest that you can go. What's the highest? Most, most people think it's 850. It's actually 900. Um, Damn. And then there's a separate type of score that can actually go above 900. But for most most purposes, most intents that people actually use it for, it's 900. Uh, 850 is usually what we'll what we'll see though. Bro, I find it me personally, it's just been so difficult to get over like eight, ten for me. I have been struggling with that. I I, I don't know what else I can possibly do to, to get over eight ten. So uh, like your credit limit, like that helps. Yeah. Like increasing the amount of credit that you have, like spending wise. Oh that say, helps. Okay. It depends too, because um most of the time and you guys probably use credit karma a little bit, right? Yeah, I I no, do. I use uh, Experian. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so those ones, those are called soft numbers. Um, so those aren't actual true numbers, but uh, they actually give you pretty good tips for what to do in there and like what impacts you'll have based on certain things. So, um, when you look at it, the the credit cards you have open, the amount you have open, uh, helps uh, making sure that you're actually having charges on there, letting them actually record on their specific date. And then paying them off after that fact. So um, advice that I would give would be to make sure that you contact whoever your your credit card holder is. Find out when their reporting date is, which they, they'll tell you. Um, once you figure out your reporting date, move your payment date, your due date, to about three days after that. So that way, it, whatever your charges are on your card are going to report. And then you'll pay them off several days after. And then you can just drop that all the way down to zero or whatever. But um, 
you'll you'll want to make sure that that stuff reports before you pay because if you're paying it before your reports just going to show that you're having very little money go into it so they want to see usage on those cards um and then another thing is too is just making sure that you have you know several cards like you'll have maybe one that you really want to actually charge on and then you can have one that's like a two thousand dollar limit where you're like oh you know i've got uh let's say a netflix account or hulu right uh, i think cedric you got a hulu i do um you'll have that in your reoccurring payment every month charge it to that card have it automatically paid off uh all automatic payments also help actually increase your score so mm. if it's if it's an automatic payment on a credit card it'll help but yeah so those those are the biggest things that people can do and you can do it early so like i, I think i told you a month ago or something set up uh charge cards or something have your your boys as um authorized users but not like actually like let them put anything on the card (laughs) yeah so like that way it starts building the credit up at like an early age um so they'll have some kind of history it won't work with that 900 type of credit thing but it'll help them you know with just the the basic generic uh credit scores that we see for like you know getting a car getting a house uh opening a credit card that sort of thing wow you also it's the length like the length you had a card too like or uh account and stuff like that and then um your uh, utilization rate too that yeah. plays a huge factor in there so that's why you want to have like uh i don't know like what your spending is but like you definitely don't want to go over uh 30 percent of your credit limit yeah that's when you're gonna start getting points yeah uh, deducted. deducted yeah yeah i, I stay around the 20 to 25 percent like i normally use my credit card especially for my for my bills and you know what you brought up a good point chris about the automatic payment i've always been against mm-hmm. that mainly because i don't like them taking i don't like money disappearing you out of your yeah, money's going exactly yeah. so i'm like man fuck y'all i'll be able i'm gonna do this like, <laughs> i say when i'm gonna pay I exactly say. who knows y'all might not even get a payment this month <laughs> So, yeah, you know, I'll try to be flexible on that. And maybe I'll um, maybe I'll I'll set something up in the future. We'll see, man. (laughs) Uh, Try and try and also see if you can't because if you get multiple cards, try and keep your limits to about 10 percent. So that's where like when Justin was saying like the the limit, like higher limits and stuff, it depends on how much you plan to spend. Um, And I think credit cards can automatically increase your limit, which kind of sucks sometimes. Um. But like always try and stay between somewhere around around like minimum. The minimum you have to put on a card, I believe, is ten dollars for it to actually record that you're using the card. Mm-hmm. Um, so anywhere between ten dollars and ten percent is the the sweet spot. That's where you'll get the most amount of points. I think it's like you can get five in a month based off of that type of utilization uh, up to a certain point. Uh, once you start going from, I think it's like 10 to 20 or 10 to like 25 or something like that. It's a a little bit less. And then I think like what Justin was saying, it's like 30. It's like between like 30 or 40, somewhere in there uh, is no, the next 30. limit. Is like, it 30? Yeah. You don't want to go over 30 because yeah, after 30, you're going to get deducted. Yeah. So it's like you get five points for like the under 10, 10 to 20. It's like three points. And then uh, 20 to 30, you're only getting one point. Or maybe it's two, mm. but it's it's a huge difference between ten uh, percent and then up to thirty. Got it. Okay. Okay. No, I really do appreciate this information. I think most of our listeners appreciate this information too. I I have a 
another question for you guys. Uh, how do you guys budget? What are your best budgeting practices? Um, I actually took this like finance class here and um, it's basically just look at all your bills and uh, like me, like I turned it into a game now. Like I try not to spend no money. Yeah. Like, uh, cause like, I mean, I'm pretty much taken care of here. Like I got a roof above my head, I got food. Like, so what I do is like, I only got two bills. Well, my phone bill. So three bills now. Um, so like I said, I just um, try to, play a game like and then this month it actually like worked out in my favor because like i guess i was getting paid extra for some reason so mm-hmm. i didn't get a paycheck this pretty this entire month pretty much and i'm like all right whatever and like they were like they asked me they was like you're good i was like no i was like i got investments like i got my stocks like i was like if i need to but i also still have some money uh stocked up too so i was good but um so basically it's like you got to find out what all your expenses are Mm-hmm. And then basically, uh, okay, so find out what all your expenses are. See, how, then like look at how much money you're bringing in. And then uh, that's when you create a, a budget saying, okay, uh, you know, this is what I'm bringing in. This is my expenses. And then so I try to uh, basically, with my first paycheck of the month, I try to pay all my expenses. And then, um, but also like for me, I can't, like I have like uh, my investments on uh, auto. So like I have a certain amount that goes to this uh, app, this app, and this app. So uh, it's just I consider it like a bill, but like actually I'm still making money off of it. So yeah, and then I look at like whatever I spend on my credit card because I use my Capital One card because I get cash back. So I try to actually end up like like I said like uh, so I know my reporting date is the twentieth because mm-hmm. uh, like I like uh, this one dude like a while back ago like I think when I was trying to get my credit right he told me that. So um, I max out my card all the time and then I pay it off just to get the cash back points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, and then like my goal basically uh, is to try to use it uh, at the end of the year for like Christmas money. So like not the cash to redeem any of the points or anything like that and for like what 11 months. And uh, you'd be surprised like how much that actually like really stacks up on there. Um, oh, yeah. So basically like that's what I did. And then also you got to make sure you pay yourself. Uh, like, you know, have a little uh, entertainment fund and stuff like that, because when you're not doing stuff like that, like that's how you can like make bad purchases. Like, uh, cause like I'm guilty of it. Like I was making a bunch of money. I wasn't really like doing stuff for myself and ended up buying a car, which I probably shouldn't have bought the car, but I mean, hell it is what it is. I think like I said, it's having like a budget detailed out, make sure you pay yourself. Um, make sure you have some fun. Like don't just like, not do anything and then also like make sure you invest your money because uh like i was telling other people like you're not really making no interest in the bank like uh the bank is really not your friend like nope. they're loaning your like the money that you have in the bank they're loaning it out getting way more uh interest off of it than they're ever going to pay you mm-hmm. so uh that's something that people really need to look into and then like uh another thing like inflation like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, like people don't understand that like it's, it, and it's crazy like that they don't get that like okay like oh i have ten thousand dollars in the bank that i'm gonna leave to somebody in five years okay so over five years that ten thousand dollars is not even worth ten thousand dollars no more because of inflation right the purchasing power you know yeah. diminishes yeah. over time so while wages stay the same since <laughs> 1992 i mean remember what you used to be able to get for a dollar i know yeah, right yeah. Man, i don't know what you can get for a dollar half, half of that stuff you can get for like 50, 
Yeah. yeah. Like you can get it for like 25 cents, 50 cents for like yeah. almost anything. And now it's like, oh, like, hey, you want a 20 ounce soda? 250. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's nasty. Y'all feel I remember they was like a dollar or nine for like a little uh remember that little Fago? Yeah, yeah we from the Midwest, so Fago yeah. pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> that red pop. Yeah, red pop. Yeah, that blueberry fago too. Oh, oh yeah, so good. <laughs> but what about um, you, Chris? Yeah, what about you, Chris? So I love food. <laughs> uh, that, That's that, another thing. Stop eating fucking fast food. Hey, no, it's not fast food. So it's not even fast food anymore. Um, I actually haven't had fast food in two and a half months. Oh, wow. So, okay. Good. Um, I've had one soda in the past two and a half months. Um, right. And that's just because I, I literally was not thinking and I just grabbed it and I was like, oh. And like I had a drink. It, it took me probably like two days to finish the 20 ounce and I didn't even finish it. Like I dumped most of it down. So um, pretty good, man. No, yes. I mean, I just, I love food. So like, <laughs> so like sushi, it's expensive, but man, I find that stuff delicious, but no. Uh, so going back to budgeting, um, like what, what Justin was saying is, is, is plan for yourself, like entertainment for yourself. You also have to like, look at like what bills you have and everything. And the way I do it is I look at it like, okay, I need to make sure that I don't touch X amount of funds because that's going to sustain me for three to six months if I don't have anything, which unfortunately happened during the pandemic, um, which I know affected countless people. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm going to do for this quarter. I'm going to save up X amount. So I have three to six months. Okay. I didn't touch any of it. Okay. That goes into this, um, this savings account, which again, banks don't do you any good, but I'm trying to get to a point where I can, purchase a home and have money down um and then like justin was saying too find a variety of places to put your money uh mutual funds money market accounts stocks bonds cds CDs. yeah so you have to be careful and obviously with the 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 craziness that robin hood had which by the way Fuck Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> Chris feels uh, bad about that shit. Oh man, I'm yeah. yeah they they sold up. They sold off. remark. Yeah. Well, they they were buying and selling stocks on my account without me authorizing it, and I lost a grand off of that. So, um, that I that's a different story. But um, <laughs> but like, if you don't have all your eggs in a basket and you drop a basket, well, that basket only has two eggs. You have three dozen elsewhere. So you're not that okay. worried about it. I mean, yes, it, it means that you have to spend more time logging into different accounts to check and validate everything, but you're now making sure, okay, well, if this company does something questionable, I'm not going to be as worried. Um, there was a, there's an example that we had in my, one of my training courses, cause I'm uh, with my new job. I'm actually in uh, the mortgage industry and they were talking about how these two are retired people. They had, their nest egg, like their retirement fund and all this other stuff that they saved up, it was like $310,000. Well, they went to go invest it. Turns out it was a Ponzi scheme and oh. all of their money was gone within less than six months. Damn. And even though every single one of us, I, I, I'm pretty sure every single one of us would be blaming that dude who took that money. He said, it was my fault. I didn't vet the person enough. So if you're using any kind of financial advisor, vet them, vet them, vet the references, all of that, like do hard research into it. Um, he also said that he shouldn't have put all of his money in there. So that's, that's another thing. Like make sure you're spreading those accounts out. And when he saw his money going faster than 
than it should have been, like dropping, he should have pulled out immediately. So there there are some kind of signs that people will see that mm-hmm. hopefully will help other people. So just make sure you're you're sitting there and like you're spreading the the plate out. You don't want to pile all your food on a tiny plate really high. You go to move, it's all gonna fall off. Mm-hmm. Get a large plate, a lot of little things on it. You move around, you can shake that off. So food food reference. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah right. um, Cedric, what do you do? <laughs> I think uh, Justin was about to make a comment. So oh. uh, I guess before I go, what's on your mind, no, Justin? No, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, real quick, Chris, uh, it's hard to pull out when, when things are just, just so good. You know what I mean? It is hard to pull out when it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I digress. My bad. Uh, for me, uh, I kind of adopted the, the Justin model. Uh, so I basically do the same thing. I, I make a list of all of my expenses, all of my bills that I need to take care of. Then after that, I get two checks per month, you know, biweekly. That first check that I get from my primary job, because I do have two jobs, that first check goes directly to all my bills. I'm fortunate enough to, to knock all those bills out in one check. And then that second check, I throw it entirely into my savings. Now, where I had that second job, and I really don't need this second job at all. I just, you know, maybe I want to stay busy or something. I don't know. But I, I get paid from that that job biweekly as well, and I use that for my disposable income. I typically use that for entertainment for my family, and if I want to end up buying something for myself and not feel guilty about buying and purchasing something for myself – but yeah, that's that's basically what I end up doing as far as my budgeting plans are concerned. No, actually, I got that from you. To be honest with you, oh <laughs> no, no, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll, I probably should have said that earlier. But no, I got that all from Cedric about that. Uh, oh, is is I, that is that why you get you made that look? You're like, wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, no, I was like, I remember. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, did, I think I did get that from Cedric a while back. When we, I, I remember we were talking finances a while. And I was it, like, yeah, that, I mean, it is a good plan, though. Yeah, I mean, if you can make it work, by all means, do what you got to do. It's, it's worked phenomenally for me for a very long time. Um, I haven't had any issues since doing that. Like I said, I, I'm very fortunate enough that I don't have to dip into that second check for my primary job. Um but yeah, that's basically how I budget and how I take care of all of my all of my bills throughout the throughout the month. So Excel is a is a good tool to use too in case you want to be able to see what that looks like on paper or virtual paper. That is uh that's a great suggestion too for those who uh know how to work Excel. By all means, I mean there's of course there's an Excel app that you could just do everything right out of. So I think that's, that could be very beneficial that you can work to your advantage if you know what you're doing with it. And even just the basic functions too. Um, just having a list of everything that needs to go. I mean, I have it in my, I have it in my phone under my notes and stuff and I make tables right there and in, in my phone. But that's a, that's an iPhone reference for you, Chris, since you're not team Apple or team iPhone. So. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I heard you were talking about garbage, so I kind of tuned oh, in. Man, uh, Rot, here, rotten to the core? Rotten man, to the core? Okay. I'm to, Justin, I'm about to put this man on mute. <laughs> talking about <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, hey, I got hey, you, because hey, I know I know you might have issues with your iPhone. I'll mute myself. I don't know. If he had an iPhone, he probably would have been able to sell his stocks like I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Their stocks are no, stupid. I just, 
so no, hot. Was <laughs> But no, it, it was it was messed up for like I kept trying to sell it though. That's like I was just just being an asshole. No, like I just kept trying to do it. Like I was like, man, fuck this. Like <laughs> somebody go ahead and take this off my hands. Like hey, my money. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> well, how about this? Let's talk on a um let's let's flip it real quick. How so how do you guys tackle debt? Because that is whew, now that is an Achilles Hills for everybody. Fuck student loans. <laughs> Right, come on, Uncle Joe. Man, what yeah. the, where the fuck you at? No, I mean it's so for me. I mean most debts, most debts are good. Uh, I think most debts are good, especially if it's something that you're actually using. Uh, if you're buying stupid shit on a credit card, you're maxing that credit card out for stupid reasons, and you can't pay it. Shame on you. Learn from it. Don't do it again. Um, biggest scam in our in our country that I think we'll ever go through is student loans. Speak on it. Um, the The fact that they're charging a higher percentage than most mortgages charge that, you know, most anything charges when it comes to like a long term installment type debt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got lucky. I'm at six point two five percent for for my loans. I had a private loan that was at like three two five. But I think that was because the the co-bar that was on my account had phenomenal credit. Um, yeah. But, um. It's just it's it's crazy to me how much like I I, I paid forty thousand dollars into it for five thousand dollars to fall off. That's ridiculous. Um, it? yeah, and and it's just I mean it's 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 hard because I want to pay that stuff off. Like I hate I hate the idea of me having to owe a ton of money, but the situation is, is that most employers are not going to look out for your benefit to try and pay you what you're worth. Cause a lot of times you know what you're worth. You're just not fighting for it. And I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. huge, I'm a huge example of that. Cause I know, I know where my worth lies. I just mm-hmm. have never been able to find the right place for me to actually one show it to, to its extent and two actually be able to reap the rewards from it. So, um, but other than that, I mean, Everything else is fine. I don't have I don't have a mortgage yet. I'm I'm trying to work towards it, but I mean a lot of it is is going back to that budgeting, mm-hmm. making sure that you're not trying to do more than you can, not living outside your means, not wanting something more lavish. Like I'm cool with a with a home that's maybe as high as like eighty grand. That to me is yeah. fine. I would much rather live in a small home. Like I have no problem with like a even living in a, a mobile home because those things can look really nice sometimes, but yeah, uh, you can't get mortgages on those. Um, so and they depreciate, you know that, right? Yeah, oh, they depreciate yeah, they time fast. Yeah. And then um, there's also like the whole like, oh, hey, you're living in in basically what's considered like homeowners uh, area and stuff. So you have HOA fees and stuff. So that it ends up being more expensive than it looks. So, but I'm I'm more of like the simple type. Like if I can. I'll keep my bills to a minimum. I'll just spend it all on food. <laughs> keep my tummy going. I feel you on that. I don't remember where I, I got this information from, but I was reading that student loans, like in its totality, it's, it's about $1.5 trillion right now mm. in, in our country. That is ridiculous. That is insane. And a lot of people cannot, you know, stay afloat because you know, especially if their uh, interest rates are are variable interest rates, they could fluctuate, and uh-huh. most of the times they are rising. And you're like, 
damn, for real. And you just can't ever get ahead of the curve to make payments and knock out as much as you possibly can on the principal of your student loans. It's just I, I feel for a lot of people who are, you know, handcuffed towards their student loans. Yeah. And and no offense, Justin, because this is this is all for you. Um, the amount of money that our country has spent on the military alone could pay off these debts so many times over. And, separate and, budget, homie. Yeah, I know it's a separate budget. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't worry. Um, no, but like we've we've done bailouts for yeah, big companies. Like, yeah, the, um, uh, the auto industry. I auto bank. Yeah. Um, and we've done that stuff multiple times, and we've spent hundreds of trillions of dollars on that stuff. But now when we're thinking about, hey, let's increase the spending budget of every single person out there. I get it. You know, if you've already paid off your student loan, I'd be pissed too. It's like, where's my money? You know, oh, I'd be living. Maybe we should have helped you out more back then. Here's here's a little bit of cash and but, stimulate the economy by doing that. But here's the thing, though, like like I want to know people's like it is what it is. But uh, like that means you were financially able to. So like you were already ahead. Yeah. So that means you were probably were paying more or like. I mean, different situations like you might have had help, you know, like I see a lot of people like uh, their first five years, their parents are letting them stay with them right after Mm -hmm. college and tell them. So, like, I mean, yeah, I guess you can kind of be mad, but at the same time, like, I mean, yeah, I want my student loans forgiven. But at the same time, I did take the loans out. I was me personally. I was financially irresponsible with them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if I don't get my student loans forgiven, cool, I got a backup plan. Like yeah. if I do 10 years in the military, they're going to forgive my student loan. So like, it's, it's cool, bro. It's like, it's whatever, because it's coming out day, one like, way or the other. <laughs> yeah. But also I don't want people like trying to like, I think a big part is we do got to be responsible for our debt mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like, okay, if you paid it off, Hey, congratulations. Cool. I'm happy for you, but it's other people out here that can't do that. Right. So, uh, you might like, so you might've been in a better situation, but uh, at the end of the day, why are you going to hate on somebody else? Why are you going to, you know, it is what it is. Right. Maybe, so, maybe being livid and hate is not that. So those are strong words. Maybe. Yeah. No, I got being you. Like, Saudi. You, yeah. Saudi. Yeah. I yeah. got you. But I'm just saying like, Kevin like, Hart face. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you might, but you might've been, but you might've been in a better situation than that person, you know, yeah. a single mom, you know, or something like that. So. But uh, for Chris's thing about the government uh, with the military, <laughs> so got some good news for you, Chris. Yeah, Chris, uh, you so motherfucker. There's a, a senator out there right now. He's pushing to let go like a hundred thousand uh, DOD uh, really? civilian jobs. That's a, that's a lot. So yeah. uh, I think so. This isn't. I guess this is like not like a big fact or anything like that. Because uh, it's just a lot of people around here talk about like when the Democrats are in office, like the military seems to shrink. And then when the Republicans are in office, um, the military tends to go up. But like uh, one of the guys I actually like know, and I think he's a pretty smart guy. He says that's not necessarily always true. It depends on the temperature of the world. Like, I mean, if shit's popping off, obviously they're going to be building up the military. But for the past two years, the military has actually been short of their recruitment goal. So um, which is surprising with this pandemic, too. Well, yeah, but now, yeah, I think now because of the pandemic, a lot of people are probably trying to join now because, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm thankful for uh, the time that I joined and stuff like that because, um, um, you know, being in a skilled trades, I might have probably had to go back to the office job or something. I'll go ahead, Sam. No, I was going to say uh, kudos to, I think you're approaching your one year anniversary of joining. Oh, he's already passed it, I'm pretty sure. No, no uh, it's, it's coming up. 
It's the eighteenth. No, I... It's like my first day of basic was yeah. uh, February eighteenth. Yeah, I For some I reason, re- I thought it was the end of January. No, no I swore in uh, January 10th, and uh, I went to basic on the 18th. Okay. Yeah, because I remember the, me, you, and a couple other people, we went out to, yeah. to eat. So that was right around Valentine's Day. So I'm like, oh, you approaching your one-year mark, man. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, uh, ain't going to forget that. <laughs> no, it's a, to I don't know, man. It's a blessing. Like, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. And uh, just the people that I've met and like just being able to get out of like uh, like debt and stuff like that and just mm-hmm. uh, travel a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be on a sales pitch or anything like that, but man, if you're like 18 or something like that, and you really like don't know what you want to do or anything like that. And like, you know, you need to be grounded, man. The military is a great option to look into, but uh, I definitely push the skilled trades. I know I'm digressing a little bit. Off no, you good, but, man. Uh, you good. But yeah, just just think about that. You don't need to spend a lot of money to uh, get you a good job. I mean, I, I, I uh, my first year in electrical uh, as an electrical prince, I was making twenty dollars an hour uh, with no experience. So just look into those jobs and stuff like that, man. You don't always need a fancy degree or anything like that, you know. Because here's the thing, you know, uh, Elon Musk, you know, if his power go out, guess who he paying to come fix fix his power? You know, an electrician. You know, so just mm-hmm. uh, just think about stuff like that, man. Like, and those It'd dudes, cool. they make a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Right, did you right. see in Michigan? Um, I saw on Facebook. I actually shared it. Uh, they're allowing people if you don't have a degree and you're under twenty five. I want to say. Oh. Uh, they're allowing you to go to school um, for free, and yeah, I was like, man, that's great. That's awesome. That is. You know? Yeah. You get your associate. Please take advantage mm-hmm. of that, please. Please. Yeah, and, for sure. and I'm pretty sure you can actually use that on trades too. Well, if I remember correctly, well, because, because the trade schools are technically considered uh, like learning, learning schools. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can actually use it towards that, which, again, like what Justin's saying, you can make a lot of money doing trades. And a lot of people who go into trades end up owning their own business. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I agree with you on that. Hey, but real quick, Justin, I, I don't think we got your take on it. Uh, how, how do you tackle debt? Uh, honestly, man, like, I don't know if I'm the best at like, it just at this conversation, I guess, like, cause like, I mean, you know, my, like I was in a bad situation for a while and, uh, I just, man, like, uh, I just got to like a point where I was just like, man, like I had like a moment of just like where I cried a little bit. I was like, bro, I got to get my shit together. And like, from there I was just like, okay, so what's like, I just took it off in like small chunks, man. I just said, okay, first step. You know, um, find out a way to eliminate uh, me spending money. Like I actually went through a couple of phases. Like uh, I think I tried to do. Uh, I think I told you guys about getting my CDL, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah, went I there, know. and I was that was the like I like that's just how my mind works, dude. Like um, once I'm set on uh, doing something, I'm mm-hmm. looking at every last vehicle to get me there. So I was like, okay. So I was trying to uh, work on getting my CDL, and I realized I would not be a good truck driver. Cause that shit is dangerous. <laughs> he so said, said that okay. shit is dangerous. Yeah, but I also told myself, I said, okay, because like I'm type of person, like I try to have plans. So I said, okay, this truck driving stuff don't work. I'm joining the military. So boom, it didn't work. So I said, okay. Like people are like, what you gonna do next? I was like, I already made this decision like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Like what I would do next. Boom, went in there, found like I kind of basically. Uh, I mean, I'm decently happy with the job I took. But for me, it wasn't necessarily about the job. It was more about the benefits that I was getting. 
So now I don't have to play for food. I don't have to pay for a, right. a roof above my head or anything like that. So now, and it's, uh, you know, helping me. So I said, okay, cool. So now um, I just started eliminating my debts. Like I uh, printed out my credit report and then I just said, boom, okay, this one, I'm taking out this one, next one, this one. Uh, everybody get a chance, this one. And then um, another thing to look at when people, um, when you're tackling debt, uh, I actually learned this in the class. You want to go after what makes sense first. So something that might be charging you like a high interest rate, you mm -hmm. probably want to eliminate that first. Um, yeah. So you kind of got to filter or like, or a, a smaller, like a, a smaller amount. So those are things to, uh, to look into. Uh, like I said, I know financial expert, start tackling, tackling, tackling. Me, I'm be honest with you, I'm not worried about student loan debt. I say, fuck it. Like, I'm, I'll pay that shit. I'm just going to be paying the shit <laughs> like, um, <laughs> until they forgive it. But um, but there is good debt, too. So, uh, yeah. Yep. Like I said, like, so right now, uh, my next focus is to pay off my car. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my next big uh, goal. And I think I can do that in two years if I stick to my path. Um. I think me and Cedric was talking about like, uh, so right now for the next six months, I don't think I'm going to put any more money in the actual stock market, but in my other investments, I will. So basically what I'm doing is called snowballing. So I'm taking all my extra income that I'm not using and putting it towards my car. So I'm paying more than what I'm uh, supposed to do is called snowballing. So I'm just mm -hmm. putting every last dollar uh, that I extra that I have towards my car. Yeah. And uh, I, like, I figure if I keep doing that, like, I'll be on a good path. So um, that's just the first thing. And then, like like you said, like, stop uh, spending stuff if you don't really need it. Just think about it, you know? Like, do I really need this? Do I really need that? And um, I think that's the best way for me to tackle debt uh, that I did. Like I said, I just joined the military, and I realized, like, um, you know, I, in order for me to get something, I got to give something. Right. Inputs and outputs got to equal. Uh, exactly. So yeah, another thing. Oh. Oh no no. Go ahead. Go ahead, man, man. Like I just want to throw this out there because I saw this on the internet and it's and it's, and it's crazy because I actually agree. The person that you choose will either help you get into debt or out of debt. So yeah, you know, <laughs> that's that is true. Number one reason for divorce is finance. Yeah. Oh man. Yes, you are 100% correct on that. Yo, hey, she yeah. might be pretty or he might be pretty, but I need to see your spending habits. <laughs> right? Stay a side piece if it doesn't work out financially. Right? <laughs> like, you costing me a pretty pity, literally. Um, I mean, it always costs you, but... <laughs> yeah. It ain't supposed to cost you that much, though. Hopefully yeah. not. Uh, um, yeah, let me give my take, and then we'll go ahead and wrap everything up. Um. I think over the years, my debt was it was crippling me and I had to make some changes in my spending habits and become a little more disciplined, too. Um, and that discipline included, you know, not eating out as much or not going out to eat as much. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you know, I didn't want to opt for the the uh, you guys are something else. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to opt for the top tier name brand products and services. Uh, if I could take the more practical approach of products and services, by all means, I was going to go that route. It was going to do the same exact thing. So might as well end up doing that. And one thing that I, I didn't do was upgrade my house or car for as long as possible too. And just holding off on really big purchases and, 
you know, withholding going on vacations and things like that. And because I was able to do that, the same thing that you were doing, Justin, the snowball effect, when I wasn't putting monies towards those things, I was putting it on larger debt items that I could knock out right then and there. And I could, and I was able the the money that I was um, able to save, I could apply it to those, those loose debts. And I have all of my debts down to a, a healthy and comfortable balance, especially with my student loans. Like if I wanted to right now, I could pay my student loans off. Do I want to? No, I want to see what uh, President Biden is going to do. And, you know, if Congress are going to have a bipartisan approach to, you know, okay. forgiving okay. all of these, <laughs> these student loans. Yeah. Let's see what, if they're going to issue 10K or 20K. I ain't oh, shit. Let me sit my ass still right now. <laughs> and we don't have to pay until September. Yeah. So, exactly. And you want to know what's crazy? So, because uh, like I'm enrolled in the public service forgiveness loan, right? So, mm-hmm. all them zero payments count, count towards <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah. That's why I said, like, I ain't trying to be arrogant or anything like that. Like, I was fine with paying because, like, I just have to adjust my budget. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You tell me I don't have to pay because of this uh, pandemic. You know what? Okay. That's $250 extra towards an investment or exactly. towards my car. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Joe. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, I put all of those uh, expenses that I would have been paying on my student loans or the money for those student loans towards other expenses. And it's made my life mm-hmm. so much easier. And I have no problem still tackling debt like that. I'm just blessed. I'm in, I'm in a good spot. And I was just disciplined. And I, you know, I became really focused on that and had to make some tough sacrifices. But, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So find what's right for you. Exactly. Find what's right for you. I like that, Chris. And uh, with that being said, uh, I hope that all of you guys uh, enjoyed this one. We do have a couple quick points. Uh, Chris, you want to go ahead and take it away, my man? Yeah. So one, we appreciate every one of you guys listening to us and, and putting this on for other people. We've been seeing an uptick of people not only liking the Facebook, but also listening to some of the shows. So thank you very much. Um, hopefully this is helping you guys out or at, at the very least entertaining you. <laughs> um, but so next week we actually have a guest speaker. The first one that we'll have on the show. Uh, he's someone that we knew back in, back in college and he's going to help give some good perspectives on life. Uh, I think in a general aspect and also around the the overall health of you know how we can become better uh for ourselves so we're looking like um next week's gonna be a good one for you guys to listen into and hope you guys can be as excited as we are for this uh guest that'll be showing up biggity facts 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 you are right my man so with that being said we are the men of the year your mama's favorite group of men We will see you guys next week. Peace. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year.